All right. Well, Jared, should we uh, play a different song, maybe? Oh, yeah. I was going to grace the gram with your picture, but I can do that later. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 207, and today is our lefty episode. We are going to talk about uh, what it's like being a lefty. Jared and I have confessions, maybe they're not confessions, but we are both left-handed. So we're going to talk about uh, our own lefty experiences and how it can be advantageous and disadvantage uh, to be left-handed. So we'll talk about that. And left-handedness is also viewed, uh, handedness in general is viewed in different ways throughout different cultures. So I'm hoping to talk about that a little bit today as well. Uh, so we're, we're excited to bring you this fun episode all about handedness and uh, why we are so cool because we're lefties. So my uh, partner in crime, my left-handed Bro, what's going on, Jared? Hey, dude. I would high-five you, but that seems socially irresponsible right we can, now. We can do the elbow thing, right? Elbow yeah. safe? Left elbows unite. That's right. <laughs> my, I got a whole tangled situation going yeah, on. Be careful. Here. I'm moving cords and cameras, and it's just uh, it's a mess. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Beautiful day here in Dexter, Michigan. We're sitting on the, uh, on the porch once again. This is porch podcast number four. And uh, it's good to be here. Please, if you want to see some pictures of this beautiful porch or you want to see some pictures of our beautiful faces on the porch um, (laughs) or if you want to see some video on YouTube, for example, what you should do is spread a little love and follow us on Translatable Podcast. Uh, You can also follow us. uh, That's uh, uh, that's on Instagram. Twitter is Untranslatable one, the number one. Uh, Numero uno. We are on YouTube, as I mentioned, in HD right now with a beautiful background, if I do say so myself. Um, and you can also, uh, please, mm-hmm. give us some five-star reviews, please. We would really appreciate that. Spasiba. Damn it, I hit the wrong button. That this <laughs> There's too much going on because I have to stick my microphone into a speaker. Like, this is 1932. Uh, it's good to be back, though. It's good to talk about this, you know. Our last episode was a very uh, good episode talking about race in America, talking about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say to people, listen, don't talk to me about oppression until you've lived life as a black left-handed person in this world. Okay? Oh. I am. <laughs> if there's a totem pole, I'm on the bottom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I always, always do make jokes about how no one understands my oppression. Uh, I was like, no, no, uh, my bl- my left-handed oppression. <laughs> <laughs> but people say crazy things about about le- us lefties, Jared. You know, sure. uh, I had an ex once tell me that left-handed people die sooner. I've heard that I too. Have heard has been debunked. Uh, huh? They they just say they just say there's not uh, it's not the right numbers, the right sample size, or uh, I'm not sure, but I can. Uh, but I can oh, try so they happen. But, but what essentially they the people they found. It, it uh, wasn't an accurate right, study right, right, that right. claimed that left-handed like, yeah. people died. Well, this guy also, you also ch- pitted a, a 60-year smoker against uh, Sean T, the uh, right. fitness uh, guru. <laughs> right, exactly. Sean T. No one knows who that is except for uh, for me. Right here. Um, second thing on Google. Do lefties need a brass deflector? I don't even know what that is. And do lefties live shorter lives? Do lefties run in families? Do lefties <laughs> have worse handwriting? Do lefties ride Goofy, which is a skateboard? Uh, I ride Goofy, actually, and I am a lefty. Ooh, do lefties have an advantage in tennis? As a tennis player, right, I'm happy to We're getting ahead of ourselves here. I found teaser, something. Jay, a little teaser. A little teaser. I, I was looking at, uh, as the protests become peaceful uh, more and more often, you hear less about them, which means you're starting to hear a little bit more about the Rona these days. Have you noticed that? Yes. There's been talks about spikes. There have been talks about... Um, you know, oh, it turns out that um, asymptomatic people can't really transfer. That's what they say. I'm not saying that's true or not. Right. Turns out it doesn't really transfer well on surfaces. And it's like all these things start trickling out back again. It's like, well, we need some, some something to scare people. These protests right. are pretty peaceful. All right. Back to the uh, pandemic at hand. Which, I mean, I, I guess it bums me out a little bit because I wish it, it just means that they're not interested in really like the protest anymore. Uh, which if are still peaceful, happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, like there's no really news there for them if, if there's no action happening. If it bleeds, it leads, I believe they say. Mm-hmm. And so now they go back to the other thing that's been the tried and true scare tactic for the past couple uh, past couple months. The old but, Rona. 
you know, I was reading something and I saw, you'll see this title in a second, that uh, transmission can also depend on what language you speak. So they are oh, saying yeah, I heard about that this. the speaking, uh, this is a Vice article asking, does speaking Japanese lower the risk of spreading coronavirus? And I'm just going to read some highlights of it and stuff. But I'll first say, uh, during the, this is what they say, during the 2003 SARS outbreak, almost all of the suspected cases in the United States were people who had recently traveled to parts of the world where SARS was spreading, like China, uh, like China. In July of that year, Sakei Inoue, a researcher at Otsuma Women's University in Tokyo, brought up a puzzling fact. There had been more Japanese tourists in China than Americans, and yet Japan had somehow escaped SARS with zero officially reported cases. Uh, in Yoe's, I think that's how you say it, I'm sorry. Uh, in Yoe's guess to why, uh, which he wrote, about in the letter to the medical journal The Lancet was that SARS might be e more easily transmitted in certain languages, namely Chinese and English, because of how much breathing in and out uh, that is needed to produce those languages' common sounds. In Chinese, the cons oh, that's what that is. I was like, what's that noise? The consonants P, T, K, Q, C, H, and C when placed in front of the vowels are pronounced with a strong breath, he wrote. In English, P, T, and K yep. are also uh, pronounced Pete. by... Please say that uh, facing away from me. Pete? How dare you? That is an act of aggression. <laughs> uh, he also noted the, that the P sound isn't used as frequently in Japan. He suggested that a Chinese person who mostly sp uh, speaks English to an American traveler he suggested that a Chinese person would mostly speak English to an American traveler. I believe American tourists would hence be exposed to the infectious droplets uh, to a greater extent than would Japanese tourists. Now, I get nervous to even bring this up because, you know, we've seen what's been happening in social media these days. These Karens find anything right. and they run with it. Um, but uh, I just found it interesting and it makes perfect sense. I mean, you know, the, the, main, the main form of transmission seems to be like... You know, sort of a face-to-face -face conversation. Mm -hmm. And have you ever had a, or let's put it this way, have you ever witnessed people have a conversation? And you can see, or you've done it, I guess. We've yeah. all done it. Yep. You can, like, see the, you the, see droplets the droplets coming out of their mouth. I saw a picture the other day on, online where uh, this woman had uh, taken a video of this other woman in a church. It was just this, they did it, I guess, to test it. And they, they had, it was, it was kind of crazy. They had the sunlight coming in on the left side coming through so it was behind the woman singing mm. and you could see the droplets in the air oh yeah from her singing oh i heard um or earlier and there was not earlier but a couple of weeks ago there was some some pastor like uh I, I believe i don't know if against orders or he didn't have to do it or something he opened up his church uh oh and i, I believe he might have only now this just sounds like all like conjecture but i, I remember here's what i remember people got uh sick because uh of the choir, uh, mostly. He got sick because the choir was behind him. Right. And then people in the choir got sick. And they but probably weren't wearing masks. No, of course not. Right. Um, right. First of all, they're in church. Uh, they have the greatest mask on them, and mm -hmm. that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Um, uh, but, yeah. They don't have good ventilation. There was, I forget which study, but they did a study that showed that there was a, a, a family that uh, somebody was sick with uh, COVID, and uh, and and they got people sick that were adjacent to them, but then the people that were behind them because they had ventilation going a certain mm. way didn't actually get sick. Wow! So they and they and there's a guy called Dr. John Campbell on YouTube. I, I think he's great. Uh, watch his videos if you want accurate medical information about this stuff, because he's actually the one that was talking about that study. And he also mentioned that outside, they so far haven't really confirmed a ton of transmitted cases outside because there's a lot of ventilation. You know, we're, we're, while we're sitting out here, there's a lot of wind going. Mm -hmm. You know, you were giving me shit last episode because I was looking at the <laughs> banister because of the wind, you know. Um, so, but it's interesting, you know. I mean, if you think about it, when you are in an enclosed space with no air or, or fans or ventilation, it'll just sit there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it just sits there. So, I, I, yeah, I saw I saw something about the ventilation too, because I saw that there were like there are systems that that can either like um, like it, it 
what what different systems do is it changes like the direction of air. So some of them it can go straight up. Some of them it'll actually like re like like circulate around right. the the entire building. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm not a ventilation expert, but right. um, well, then they have those negative pressure rooms where the what's that? It's what they use in in COVID wards, the negative pressure oh. rooms where so air doesn't. I don't know how it works, but I think there's like a barrier before you go in. And then that room, they, they ventilate it such in a way that the air doesn't get out. Um, I'm oh, not, wow. I'm not really So sure. it's like a yeah. sort of a double door situation like Sandy's home? I, I think so, yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally imagine that. Like Sandy's home in SpongeBob, you go into that right. first, and then instead of the sucking chamber. the water out, right. it would suck out all your uh, nasty outside air. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... It, it it is really interesting. Um, yeah, the, I mean the language thing it makes sense. It, it, it uh, there 100%. there are there. I mean, I, there are some languages that would be like I wonder how a language like Dutch or something or or maybe Arabic probably not good would fare also with that. Yeah, German not good. Yeah, there's either. a lot of happening right. or like or like a For, Hebrew forget, or something. Forget Swiss German, dude. <laughs> you know, like Schweizerdeutsch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's who, yeah, oh, God. Right. <laughs> but the other crazy thing is they've done experiments now with choirs because look, people love music and they want to sing and they want to be able and you know people have been quarantined for you know two three months now at this point mm-hmm. and people are getting antsy, man. I mm-hmm. mean, you are literally the only living soul I have seen in three months in person. Yeah, I mean, I well, that's not true. I guess I've gone to the post office and the grocery store a couple times, but you know, mask on and all that stuff. I told you like uh, two days before, two or three days before we recorded last uh, the last two episodes. I um, that that was the first time I'd seen people as well at that socially distant. Look at that spider right there just dropped down at the socially distant happy hour I went to. Uh That was the first time I'd seen anyone too, and I and. I hadn't even been going to the grocery store. Like I, like I'd see people. I guess the people that put it into my trunk when right. I pull my car up to the curb. Right. But I had. But that's really it. And so, um, I, I for you know, I was, I, I was, you know, thinking back and forth about whether I should come here. Not this time, but last time at least. And I'm like, I'm like, but neither, like both of us have. Like I, I know I haven't been anywhere, and I've limited it. And you know, Chad's been pretty safe too. And I guess if we're only going to see each other, um, we, we one. We can't stay at home forever. I, we have to, at some point, re, you know, return some semblance of normalcy with the outside world. I think and this seems like the least harmless way to do it, what we're doing right now. Right. Right. And I think the other thing is, too, is there are safe... At this point, we know we're not going to eradicate the virus immediately. Sure. So we got to learn how to live with it. Um, yeah. And we know. do our own personal contact tracing. We know where right. we've been. I'm right. not... I'm not lying. I right. promise. I'm not. In, yeah, we're not infecting other people if we have it. Uh, I don't think we do. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. But you know, did oh, did we talk about the news that came out Mm-mm. from Harvard? What about it? Oh, you didn't hear about this? No. What is it? Ooh. All right. Well, uh, Harvard has they've done some satellite research that has shown that uh, coronavirus could have actually uh, started popping up in Wuhan as early as uh, I thought they said either August, September, or October. Hmm. I mean, that makes sense, though. Which doesn't, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Because um, people the, were starting to get concerned about it in, like, December. Right. December, so that makes sense. December 31st, I think, is when the, the when China said that it, it's a problem, it was, yeah. I think. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure when they actually officially locked down everything, because I wasn't locked down. You know, I was able to travel from Jinan to Beijing in January, January mm-hmm. 10th or 11th. It's sure. crazy to think back about this now, though, if it, it could have been community spread by then. Um, yeah, you, know. you really got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, but to be honest, I mean, I think the only way I could have gotten it would be uh, maybe from one of my students. Right. Um, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I took the train and stuff, but. Yeah, I guess you don't really get close to it people. It wasn't super, cra- it wasn't right. crowded to the point where we were ever super cramped. Um, I wasn't wearing a mask, though, until. Later in January, when we realized oh, it was right. a thing. See, I think about the N95 mask, but that only depends on the air quality. Well, that's, that's what I had. Right. I had an N95, and I and they were. But so, you didn't wear it just every time you were in public. It was just if the air quality well, once, was bad enough. Right, but once I would say, uh, I would say probably January 13th or 14th. Um, that's when you just started wearing it normally. I, yeah, we stayed in her apartment. We. 
Uh, I went out a couple times for groceries and stuff, mm-hmm. but we usually got it delivered. There was some stuff they just didn't have it on the website or the app where we would deliver it. So, you know, you had to go in and buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain stuff. So, um, yeah, but I was wearing a mask. Uh, a lot of other people were wearing a mask. It have was- you seen uh, speak- a whole category of Karens that I've been enjoying? Uh-huh. Uh, and there's male Karens in there too. What what do you what do you call a know. male Karen? I heard I heard people wanting to say uh, Chads. I've, oh uh, no! I mean, I I, I, it feels bad. It feel I do feel bad. You know, uh, I, I have my name has a terrible reputation. Yeah. And well, I, well, you does. know, the funny thing is, I have another friend named Brad. That's that's yeah. another common. But there's been like um, Kyle's. That's a <laughs> I don't know. They don't really yeah, have one. A, a Kyle wouldn't be the same as a Karen. I think I I think. It's better if we just call them all Karen, regardless of whether it's a male or female. I think that's kind of Karen is a genderless term, right? Yeah, it's a a name for it's a name for a. Can I speak to your manager? You're stepping on my rights. Right, you can't. Goes like this. You're not allowed to be here, kind of person. Like I think I love calling Karens a a Karen, no matter what gender they are. That's fair. But um, there's been a whole like genre of uh, anti-mask Karens that have been popping up. Did you see? There was one recently in New York. And they and these people get found all the time. How do these people not realize that? that like, there was one. I think she was in New York, and mm-hmm. someone asked, like, asked her why she wasn't wearing a mask at like a bagel shop or something. Uh, just thought of some New York stereotype uh, right. pizza place. Um, some good old bagels. <laughs> and um, and someone was like, yeah, "You should wear a mask or whatever." And she's like, "No, I shouldn't." And and, and then she's like, "Oh, you guys are sheep and all that stuff." And then right when she was walking out, she coughed at, at the person. I've seen a few of those Karen coughs, and I'm like, and I'm like, what was like, and it's, and once again, it's like, how are you guys not realizing that you're gonna be on social media? Like, you're almost definitely gonna go viral. <laughs> I just don't. That's all that's happening I right just now. Don't understand what would possess anyone to want to cough on someone like that. Like, just they're just, so they're, they think they're proving a point. They're like, what are you afraid of? They're just. Giant, they're turds, man. I don't know they're better. <laughs> Karens are the worst, dude. Karens really are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Hey, let's um. Oh, I'm not Spare even. A love. Yeah, I'm. I'm so not ready these days. I'm enjoying just chit chatting with you. Sometimes That's I fair. forget that we're doing a podcast. Nothing wrong with that. Spread a little love. Yeah. All right. So my shout out today is also going to be a pretty easy one. It just goes out to all the lefties out there in some way or another, <laughs> because I feel like a lot of people. Uh, Lefties get a good and a bad rap sometimes, and mm-hmm. uh, we're kind of like the gingers of the uh, hand of the hand preference world. I mean, it's not a preference. Right. I was born this well, way. Yeah, <laughs> much that's, like a that's, ginger. That's the weird thing about handedness, Jared. Is they say now, depending on where you look, some some scientists will say I think it's like fifteen percent um, genetic, uh, and then the other is just kind of like chance or or something like that. I think some of it's also a little bit environment, and they say it's developmental. Like it's just in your DNA. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it in the DNA. Like, it's, so you're saying some people also just say that um, they just like, um, like, like you're not born with it, but like early on you just you, you just happen to start that that yeah. way. Hmm. Well, well, what was interesting? I was talking to my mom about. Uh, I was telling her we were doing an episode about being a lefty because. Mm-hmm. Think I think there's a lot of great things about being a lefty, which we'll get to later. But, um, you know, she she said when I was a kid, you know, she didn't, you know, she didn't force me to be left-handed, but you know, I would always tend to reach for but things. She was concerned. Things. Very <laughs> concerned. She thought, "Is this my baby? Did they did they give me the wrong baby at the hospital? Uh, I think I need to take him back. He's left-handed. Um, this one's broken. Right." <laughs> but but no, she said I would reach for things and grab things and throw things with my left hand. So so mm. she would also then hand me things to my left. Okay, you know. Yeah, I I, I mean I don't have kids, but I guess I never th- right. I've never thought about it this much. I mean I think that's kind of a, just a chicken or egg kind of thing. Right. You know I don't think it really makes much of a difference. But we should probably do some untranslatable since we totally skipped we over should. our last episode, and now I just have a surplus of them. I do too. I do too. If I can find them, there we go. All right, mind if I get us get us started today, Jared? All right, I'm going to start us off with some. Where is it? I want to start us off with some Swiss German, some good old Schweizerdeutsch, mm. and it is it's one word actually. It's Bünzli, and uh, I got some. Oh, I thought I had a German sentence. Yeah, I have a sentence for you, and uh, maybe this one will give you some context, Jared. Macht es nicht, der Bünzli von nebenan wird sehen. 
Well, don't do that. The Boonsley from here on out will be seen. The the wait, Boonsley from, from wait. will from over there will oh okay will, will see it. Oh, you know, is it like a like a peeping tom or something, or so like a nosy Nelly? So if you're a nosy Nelly, what might you do if you see something you don't like? Snitch. There we go. Oh, it's a Karen. <laughs> it's yeah. It's or a goody two shoes, a narc, a goody two yeah, shoes. Yeah. Okay. Karen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I should have saved that one the for the Karen episode. Bummer. I really blew that one, Jared. Oh, that's really hilarious. We came to that together, though. I you I I don't think you initially realized that that was a Karen. That's true. Um, my first one is Bambara, which is a language spoken in, in Mali, and it's Adjeli Mandi, and it is her blood is not good. Hmm. Her blood is not now, good. Now, obviously, it's safe to assume that it's not a positive thing. Right. But, but you know, let's let's try to get a, a little more specific. Where, hmm. Is it like she has, like, like, like she has, like, bad parents? Um, bad relatives. No, so, so say you know, uh, say you're 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 hanging out with a friend, and um, and well, I have an example. Are, were you trying to look to see what it is? Is that what you're trying to do? Yes. I can, uh, you think I can read it? Over <laughs> oh, here? I guess that's a good point. Say say we're hanging out. You and I are hanging out. You're like, hey, I'm gonna invite over blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I was like, oh, it doesn't have to be her, by the way. It's like, oh, their blood. I was like, their blood is not good. They're not good company. No, it's like it's like it's like oh man. Or let's put it this way. It's like, it's like it kind of yeah actually. Um, but it's it's more just like um, it's like it's like I don't know man. It's like have you have you noticed that they uh, they've been making uh, concoctions in their home and putting them on Instagram and and uh, and have you noticed that they've been uh, uh, spouting so just off weird. Yeah, sure. Something is off about the person. Something is off. Or like or like that person rubs you the wrong way. Ah, okay. Yeah. I you the wrong way. I gotcha. Okay. My next one for you is Brazilian Portuguese. And it is, uh, hmm, which one do I want to tell you first? I'll tell you this one first. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you this one first. Uh, ter, ter muita lata, which means to have a lot of cans. Ter muita lata. <laughs> okay, so it's probably not my obvious choice. You've got a lot of cans, Jared. Um. Yeah, Pamela Anderson has a lot of coming, cans. Coming in here and saying that to me and my family, Jared, you got a lot of cans. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like oh, it's like you got a lot Ooh, of nerve. Hit, boom! Hit, the, <laughs> hit that ham horn <laughs> if if you can. That's right. Hey, you've got a lot of cans. <laughs> you got a lot of cans. Oh, Stepping okay. to me like that, That's homeboy. Right. <laughs> um, right. my next one. Oh, is um. Oh, I forgot. I have so many now. Um, cause I always save them for another episode. Uh, yeah, I know, but now I'm trying to figure episode. out which ones I want to use. Right. Um, surplus of untranslatables. Okay. The, I have an obvious one I want to use. This is the one I have to use. This mm-hmm. is Basque. Do you know where they speak Basque? Haven't we talked about this? The, uh, then what was the answer? It's, uh, in the, oh, shoot. I tell you, we probably have talked about this. It's in the but northern part of Spain and southern part of France. Yes. When we did. When I looked up this untranslatable, I did Google Basque to make sure, like, to, to, to be like, wait, where do they speak this language again? Right, sure. So we did talk about it, but I forgot. So I, I, I wanted to see if, if you knew. Um, Keep me on my toes. I appreciate it. <laughs> my untranslatable is uh, Ezkereko Begiz Begiratu. And it means to look with the left eye. Oh, very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Look, wait, have you said that? Hmm. This one sounds. Now, why familiar. do you keep doing this? Whether I've said it or not, right. you're not just Doesn't jumping matter. to answer it, right? <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm trying to give myself some more time here, dude. Maybe it's my strategy. <laughs> uh, so I mean, you know, you know. Uh, well, yeah. Just I'll let you it's, guess it's, first. It's to like to judge somebody. Uh. To look with the left eye, no, no. I see why you would say that, okay. but you, it, it's to uh, disapprove of something. You're right; it's not positive, but it's like, um, say, it's like, uh, oh, um, I always look with the left eye at um, the, suspiciously. I always look at the left mm. eye. I always look at the International School of the Hague or Hague International School, whatever you call mm-hmm. it. The, the American School of Hague. Den Haag or whatever they call mm-hmm. it. I always kind of look at that school with the left eye because when I played soccer, 
they were we were they, those games always got super aggressive and we rarely beat them. Sort of think negatively. Um, but what is it that person that say someone that always beats you and you look and you and you look at them with your left eye and you're like your rival? Yeah, and maybe once what do you do with your rival? Uh, you beat them up, bro. If your rival beats you, mm-hmm. you call them and say, "Hey, I want to have." If you're a fighter, a rematch. What do you call that? Revenge. A grudge match. It's it's to have a oh, grudge on some. Grudge. Yeah. Oh, oh, to hold a grudge. Hold a grudge. Hold a grudge. I see. Okay. Yeah, they call that a grudge match, don't they? Uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, probably. I could be wrong. Probably. <laughs> if not, they should. That's a cool phrase to call it. Uh, my last one for you is also Brazilian Portuguese, Portuguese, and it's. Estás aquí, estás a comer. Which also probably, that probably sounded more Spanish than Portuguese. It's here, it's over there. You're here. Okay, you're over there. You're here to eat. You're here, oh, comer is to eat, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're here to eat. Um, You're here to eat. Um, It's like, like, it's time to get down to business. It's like, no no time to dilly-dally, we're here to eat. No, Jared, it's like... uh, you know, you're we're here doing this porch podcast and in a bit we'll probably have some some dinner or or liner or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and, you know, we're having a nice conversation and then, you know, you start you start, you know, throwing your burger on the table and, and I'm like, "Hey, you're here to eat." So, now I feel like you don't have to use it for food related things, do you? Definitely not. But is this like have some manners kind of thing? Yep, you better like, behave or yeah. I'm going to slap you. Is oh, what it means. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what it says here. If you don't behave, <laughs> oh, I'll slap you. I thought you uh improvised that nope. part. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it says you must behave or I'm going to slap you. I added that. That's part. right. Just remember that. Um All right, I'll give you one more. Why not? I mentioned to you um well, it's uh I have another sort of um smaller language. It's called uh Galician. Have you heard of Galician? Uh no. Galician is spoken in northwest Spain. Mm-hmm. Sort of that little like hook at the top uh above Portugal. Um and this is uh Feto una unha or they don't pronounce H's in Spanish, do they? Mm-mm. I mean this is Galician. Feta una merda. Now, you can probably guess that last one. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made a shit. Last night, made a shit. That's what it is. You can guess first. I'll, I'll is, it, you... is it like to, to make a mistake? Uh, no. Well, could be. Had a good time. Uh, too much of a good time. Oh, too much of a good time. No, it's a hangover. Oh, <laughs> that's oh I made a shit. Oh, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. It's so funny, all the different ways to say you're hungover in different languages yeah there are certain um i mean there are hangovers can attack you differently you know there's the Mm -hmm. classic headache um you know that worse is like the chills and the sweats yeah that happens too there's just like general like your like body weakness like there's also the muscle soreness there's definitely a uh hangover that can affect your like you can be a hangover can also consist of some serious gastrointestinal Mm. issues Yep. Uh, so I could see it being very literal, but also just, you know, we can use it generally, too. We don't have to talk about that specifically. That's fair. That's fair. Well, Jared, should we uh, get into our lefty part of the episode today? Sure, dude. Um, I'm a left-handed man, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Me either. Um, uh, uh, well, let me start by saying me and my sister mm-hmm. uh, are left-handed. Both of our parents right-handed. Interesting. Uh, I don't... Maybe... You know, I was saying I was replaced. I was, you know, you were the wrong replaced? baby. Oh. <laughs> I was the wrong baby. Maybe, maybe you were both too. Of us? Yeah, maybe we both. No, well, my or maybe dad's we're adopted. My dad's oh, left-handed. But I'm saying both my parents are right. right. Both my yeah. parents. So both me and my sister are adopted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, it, it made sense to me to think that I was adopted all, always, but um, both of us. That's an interesting turn. You never know. I'd believe it. You know, I'd believe it. Would you? Yeah, mm. I I believe that that would happen, and my parents wouldn't tell me. I definitely believe that. <laughs> or or here's here's another theory. What if both your parents were left-handed, but they grew up in a time and a place where left-handedness wasn't very accepted? Yeah, I mean they probably did. They were probably. I mean, they, you know, my my parents are, um, are, you know, they're they're probably 
of that age. Uh, like, actually, I think my grandpa's left-handed, too, on my dad's side. Oh, interesting. But, um, okay. That might be where you get it from, if, but if it is. So there is, so, so we, there is the idea that there's, like, it's a genetic, genetic thing. Yeah. So there is, so we do have to follow that lineage somehow, see where it's coming right. from. My dad's a lefty. My grandmother was a lefty. I, hmm. had, great, I had great-grandparents that were lefties. I've. Uh, you know how they cousins. say, like, if, if, like, your grand father on your mom's side is bald then you're gonna be right. bald mm-hmm. I mean, there's got to be something for that too right for sure, for sure. <laughs> another wives tale that probably doesn't really right. add up at all now now what i find interesting about this idea of handedness is the connotations and associations people make with it because you get different reactions from different people when you tell them i'm left-handed yeah um, you know like i was telling jared when i was in beijing in september uh, we were doing a, a conference <laughs> yeah. and I was, oh, I was about to take notes. I was about to take notes and, uh, I'm a lefty. So I had my pen in my left hand and the, the woman, the Chinese woman sitting next to me couldn't believe it. I mean, she had like this look on her face, like she saw like a unicorn or something. <laughs> um, well, but she, I guess she did, but it's because I guess in China they have like less than 1%. Uh, of people over there are left-handed. And what's interesting, uh, you know, Jared and I have done an episode about uh, like tighter and loose cultures. And it seems, Jared, that actually looser cultures tend to have more lefties than the hmm. tighter cultures do. Also, collectivist cultures tend to have more right-handed people than not as collectionist uh, societies or cultures. It's kind of interesting. That also makes sense because um, in a lot more, in a lot of countries, I mean just in general or just in general i don't even need to specify countries but it, for a while especially among religious people um or, or chinese people Everything who aren't left-handed is sacrilegious who aren't like or even like uh you know like chinese people who aren't um aren't uh like religious but they're very conservative mm-hmm. or um like like there's there's so many different aspects of of just of that sort of um Conservati- conservatism as far as uh, the obsession with right-handedness goes to the point of where they like beat it out of you or they or they you know maybe they don't beat it out of you anymore literally but they still there's probably still a lot of places where they're like don't write with your uh, uh, left hand and then there's also the countries that uh, we've talked about in previous uh episodes where your hands are a lot more important than just what which hand you write with because right. some people use right. a lot of cultures uh eat with their hands and a lot of cultures use their other hands uh in the bathroom For or wiping purposes yeah but it, it does seem like similar to uh stamp from the beginning it does seem like left-handedness stamp from the beginning is a book about racism and its history and in, in the U- the world in the u.s specifically but it does seem like like forever uh like there's always been this sort of religious bent to uh, like some evilness behind left in general, but then right. like the left hand or like using your left hand. Correct. Well, the fact that we use the word right to say that something is correct. Uh-huh. Things went left. or true. Right. That means something went wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to I wanna talk to you though, Jared, about countries with the most amount of left-handed people. Okay. From what I've seen, the the percentage in, tends to be about ten to thirteen percent as far Correct. as what the overall percentage is. Correct. Which country do you think has the highest hmm. percentage of lefties? So we talked about it being a looser culture. Yep. Hmm. I'm gonna very loose in some regards. I'm gonna guess Italy. Nope. Is it a European country? Yep. Hmm. Yeesh. Uh, Greek Greece. Nope. Greece would be weird. Actually, a little, little colder. A little colder, so we're gonna go colder. like uh, Sweden or or uh, mm-hmm. Finland or Norway or something or Denmark, mm-hmm. Iceland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just going to all the cold countries. Uh, you've been there. I've been there, and it's a cold country. I would say it can get cold. Oh, you mean like Germany or Austria or something? They're getting warmer. Czech Republic. Colder. Um, Netherlands. There we go. Mm. Netherlands is number one with 13.23% of their population are lefties. You know, I was expecting it to be more than that. I, for, for some reason, I, was, I thought the, like, the top countries would be like, you know, maybe 16 to 18 or something. Nope. Not, not according to this study, I guess. What's number two? This seems like this game is already going so well. Why mm-hmm. not keep it going? That's uh, right. What That's wait, right. is it also a European country? No. Hmm. 
Is it the United States? Yeah, buddy. We are oh, number, numero dos with 13.1% hmm. of our population is Look left at that. Handed. Look at that. And number three are our brothers and sisters to the north. Canada. Canada makes sense. At 12.8. Uh, uh, United Kingdom at 12.24. Uh, then we got France, Germany, Spain, India, Japan and China. What I find interesting though is if you look at population wise, I wonder if that skews the data. But population wise, you would think that China or India or Japan, I guess no, sorry, more China and India, with such large populations, they would be higher up on the list. But I but I I don't know about India or Japan, but we've already talked about in China they sort of I don't like to use the word beat because they don't literally beat it out of but they don't can really condone the use of your left hand like in Correct. class when you're young. It's right. not against the law, I don't imagine. Right. I have one friend in China who's Chinese who is left-handed. Yeah. We, we're kind of buddies because of and, it. And so, like, there probably are a lot more people that could be left-handed, but they just, like, sort of right. work it out of well, you. Well, I also... And if you do it young, then I'm sure it's easy to just Yeah, adapt. I think you can switch. Yeah. I, well, I learned guitar right-handed, mm-hmm. and I don't know when I was, you know, I was 10 when I started... I don't know which way felt more comfortable now. I right. don't remember, but now this, you know, right-handed fretting with my left hand and picking with my right hand feels more natural. Is it is it easier to find a teacher if if you do it the traditional it's not, it's quote not unquote? It's not the teacher, it's just the guitar. Right. They so, don't make nearly as many left-handed instruments as they do right because most oh, right. Mm-hmm. instruments are sure. designed for right. That's what's cool about piano. You know, piano it doesn't really matter if you're right or left-handed because yeah, the I keys guess are so. all right there. Yeah, you, yeah you know? that's true. Um, but yeah, but I do sometimes notice, you, but especially as a young pianist, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not really a pianist anymore, I guess, but yeah, you, are. you can you notice the, the um, you can notice like the weaknesses in your fingers in one mm-hmm. hand versus the other. It's like, oh, I sure. feel like my pinky and uh, my ring finger are mm-hmm. way weaker on my right hand than my, my left hand as far as like trying to hit certain oh, notes I and see. stuff like that. You know what would be interesting though about a piano regarding right and left handedness? You know, as you move to the right on a piano, it gets higher, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if you flipped it, what it would be like if you moved to the left, it got higher. Huh. Doesn't that, f- it, to me, it feels weird, though, trying to visualize going higher and moving to the left. Yeah. Why is that? Is it just because we're, we're used to it? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why does this? Like, how is that any different? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's really weird. Uh, but I bet you there was some thought behind... It making piano or pianos for right-handed, right-handed people person. because exactly. the left hand does most of the bass work. To, uh, you know, right. obviously that could change, but like theoretically, is doing the the less intricate, the more right. uh, yeah, bass lines. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you're probably, correct, it, I that probably say. is some early right-handed bias that we didn't, we don't even know about. Right. Well, that's the thing is everything that has been made more or less, if you think about it, is pretty much designed with righties in mind unless you buy like left-handed scissors a left-handed guitar yeah i uh, mean can you blame them though i mean if you're if, I mean, if, if i'm a really company know. am no. i gonna make something for 13 percent or right. less probably not no <laughs> especially something like scissors you know right i i actually prefer scissors with my right hand and it's probably well, because dude, i've been using that's them. the thing now I feel like I, I barely know how to use scissors, period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I feel like when I was a kid, occasionally my parents would buy me left-handed scissors, but mm-hmm. then at school, if I were to just use like some scissors someone gave to me, it would almost always be right-handed scissors. So right. early on in my scissor-using time, I really got confused on which way was up on oh, a pair of scissors. Sure. Yeah. And something like that kind of sounds like, like how sounds dumb trivial, do you have to be to not know how to use scissors? Right. But it's like I've been given, like, like, you, like especially as a kid, you get a pair of scissors, you just put it in your hand how it feels comfortable but then for some reason everyone can cut way better than me but then it's like okay so should i be flipping these upside down should i be putting them in my other hand like they're like I, right like I, I don't know i, I like and so, and so like there's there's i had such a l- long time where I'm like i don't even know what's a left or right-handed scissor because when someone gives me a left-handed scissor i'm you don't confused know what to do by with it, it almost yeah. it's the same thing with you haven't um, been exposed to it it's the same thing with uh, in uh, desks. So like all those college and high school. I prefer desks. right-handed desks. Me too, dude. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. And they have those anno- like so they. I mean those. I don't know who thought those desks were ever a good idea. But like the chair and desk in one unit. Oh, it's where it like wraps idea. around and yeah. the chair's connected to the desk. And uh, you know, there's only one side that's connected on, so obviously you can get in. And you know, ninety percent, ninety-nine percent of them are um, gives gives you a hand rest on the right side, so you're 
uh, right arm is rested. But then uh, if you're a left-handed person, your arm's just dangling, which, I mean, it, it's not a big deal. We've done this, done this our entire life, I guess. Yep, we're used to it. But, um, but then they do have those left-handed desks, and same. They, they, they feel, feel weird. weird. They feel yep, so they weird. Feel weird. And then also because you get in on the, like you're like sidewise, it's like, it it's feels just weird awkward. being in this it's position yeah. in relation to everyone else. I've like, there's one, there's one left-handed desk in every like seven, like 20th classroom I go to. So like, right. and someone's, and everyone's always like, well, you're left-handed. You probably love this. And I was like, I, I, I don't need it. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I love Adapt, it. Adapt, improvise and overcome. Is that why we're. Is that why, why we're smarter, Jerry? We're considered to be That's why we're better. We're more creative. We're cooler. We're I don't know. I'm be, just, but but I mean, they, that there are those stereotypes that uh, right, were they're kind of funny that were more creative. Yep. The stereotype that I've were had people from many different countries say, say that like, oh, you're left-handed. Oh, you're you're more yeah. creative. It's weird. Like I've heard it from Germans. I've heard it from Chinese people. I've heard it before too. I've heard it from Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why. I think some of it could be you know there are some notable, you know, very creative people who have been left-handed, but there've also been a lot of greats who have sure, been right-handed too, you know. I think it's also a um like a left brain right brain kind of thing. That's what they say. As a lefty, they say we use our right brain more, which is the side associated with creativity. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm glad you said that cuz I was totally going to be like I assume the left side is the creative side. <laughs> I don't know why, but they say yeah, I'm not Some sure sort but, of balance but or something. All, they also say that lefties because we do have to adapt a little bit more to stuff, um, that we are more comfortable more prone using to violence. both. Yes, and both <laughs> using both sides of our brain. Now okay. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but I was reading uh, reading an article in uh, like a psychology article about left-handedness, and that's what they were saying. Hmm. Was that I guess they did some scans or something of somebody's brain. Uh, you know, did some tests to see. Uh, and, and yeah, so I mean, it makes sense. I'm sure there are a lot of left-handed children that figured out how to use scissors, unlike me. Right. And even just small things. Are like, you are you a right-handed mouse clicker or left-handed? Right-handed. Me too. Yeah. Uh, is that what everyone does? Yeah, that's standard. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many places do you know that have a mouse on the left side? Yeah, that would be weird too, because then oh, there's no mouse here. But then the cl- the clickers would have to be opposite too. So sure. then the yeah. right click would have to be on the right side but that's the yep. inside of the mm-hmm. like versus yeah flips everything well to me to me the yeah. way the huh. way i view being right-handed or left-handed is kind of like driving on the other side of the road mm-hmm. is to me how it kind of feels like when you try to if i try to write something with my right hand or throw a ball with my right hand i feel like it's like i can do it but it's not comfortable and it's weird and it, you know what i mean yeah you're a little sloppy yeah <laughs> yeah it just doesn't have the that's same that's true it's yeah, weird yeah. though how that works. How how you know, you have a preference of which hand you use for, for certain things. Right. Yeah, and it's it's very ingrained to you. You don't think about it. Right. Let's think about some other uh, tools that are right biased. I used to go to this grocery store, and um, and the way that the credit card machine was set up, and I've seen this in multiple ones, but this one really made me mad. Um, uh, so the the there was the credit card machine, and then. The right next to it was like one of those little tables that they, you know, old people write checks on or whatever. Right. But like because of that, you couldn't really get your hand in to sign it with your left with hand. your left hand. Mm-hmm. And and then um, and then and I was like, man, it's hard. I was I was joking around. I'm like, man, this is not made for a lefty. And she's like, and she and she don't even think she get it. She got it. Right. <laughs> but she, I, and I was like, and I was because I could not. I was like like reaching over and trying to twist my hand in just to sign this thing and she's like wow you gotta like, like you're signing with the wrong hand or something like that she said and i was like no you gotta fix your machine right i was wrong like move hand. the machine wrong hand you're telling me my hand's the wrong the wrong hand here we <laughs> yeah, go exactly again, exactly here we go exactly righty and i'm a lefty <laughs> it's it's really funny though how people how we pick sides like that so eagerly you yeah know? east versus west uh, you know, black mm-hmm. versus white, all mm-hmm. these different ones, you know, right and left. Yeah. You know, all these, it's, it's red and blue. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really funny. Like, yeah. all, how these, how these work. Yeah. These, these things that we deem to be like opposites, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, another one that's obvious. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you, you have this, the smudging of a notebook. Oh, for sure. Dude. Oh my Your God. Hand bottom part of your hand just gets covered in yeah. ink or pencil graphite yeah know. and then there's just like a like a shading especially mm-hmm. yeah, when you write with pencil there's just like a shading See, over everything you write are, that's why lefties are better artists jared is they know how they learn how to shade just from writing in general I, I, um 
Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think I don't. I feel sometimes like I don't write properly. And I, what I mean by that, is, I wonder if we just weren't taught to write properly as lefties. What, maybe. What? Maybe. What, what? What I mean by that is like um, when when I write extended things, like my hand gets tired. I feel like quicker than the average person, and I feel like I squeeze grip, tighter. I grip tighter. Tight twitter. I uh, I grip tighter, and I, I just feel like my hand gets tired quicker than the average person. And and a little part of me feels like I probably don't know how to like they like well, I was nowadays probably, we don't write very much either. Oh, there's that too there's you definitely know, I mean, that too i remember when i was in school my handwriting is atrocious uh yeah i, remember, I have good handwriting but yeah, yeah you you do have good handwriting so because my sister literally it's because my sister made fun of me relentlessly as a child really she used to make fun of, i have a cousin that's like six years younger than me so when mm-hmm. i was like 10 he'd be like four and she'd always say like he has better handwriting than me she oh, she'd be like i can't read she was just shaming she you. destroyed okay. me really? to the point where 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 I made a point to to so fix did you my like handwriting. Practi- so you like no, I didn't practice, but I I definitely just when I was writing, I made a point to, and this was when I was in school. Mm-hmm. So like I just made a point to make it look better and like slow yeah. down and all that stuff. Right. And I, I'd show it to her. Problem, and she's like, I, I don't know. What I don't, I'd show it to her. And be like, oh yeah, you think this sucks? Right. And she's like, I don't even know what that says. And, like, <laughs> and it was it was psychological warfare is right. what it was. That's <laughs> what having an older sibling <laughs> can be like, especially that close in age. But your sister's also lefty, right? She is. Yeah, it had nothing to do with left handedness. Just a way to kind break of funny me down. Story. Yeah, yeah. Sad story too. I guess. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got better handwriting. Out of it. But yeah, um, but I, I feel like what, what I was getting at is I feel like I just I I, I have I've never learned how to write properly, mm. and, and 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 that goes for um, you know the smudging, and then right. it goes for. Um, those they technically you can buy left-handed notebooks where the the binding is on the other other side side. i would feel we once again dude i've become so accustomed to everything right so would that right would that prevent the smudging if the i think the the smudging would would still no the only thing it prevents is you having to rest your hand on the binding because we write from left to right right so wrote from right we'd be writing away from that's probably why da vinci wrote didn't he write that way didn't he write backwards? Did he? I thought he did. I, of which, I thought he just did it just like out of boredom because he was too smart. Probably to troll, to troll people. <laughs> like yeah, he was just too smart. Notes, right. And he was just finding ways to entertain himself. Right. Well, <laughs> but I think that brings us to, I think it's important to talk about some notable lefties. Of course. Other than just you and I. Obviously. Yeah, the most um, notable. And right, my sister. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so uh, Leonardo da Vinci, though. Yeah, he was lefty. Hmm, okay. Um, now I wonder, did he ever talk about his left-handedness? I wonder. I'm not sure, but I think people probably saw him write or paint, mm-hmm. and that's how they knew he was left-handed. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I have. I bet you too. Ones. Well, yeah. Uh, Kurt Cobain, we talked about. Yep. I believe we talked about Jimi Hendrix. Yep. And we've talked about him a lot, even yep. way Jimi before Hendrix this podcast existed. Is is one of the most famous lefty. Guitar players, I would say. Um, Condoleezza Rice. I just made that up. I, I, <laughs> I was about to say, oh, is she lefty? I have no idea. There's there's a lot of famous musicians. Oh, Obama's a lefty. Obama is a lefty, yep. President Obama, excuse yep. me. Yep, President Obama is a lefty. Uh, as we said, Hendrix, Kurt Cobain. Um, I'm trying to think of some other famous musicians who are lefties. Uh, Tony Iommi, who's the guitar player for, for Black Sabbath. I've okay. actually been on a Black Sabbath kick the last few days. Um Let's see here. Other other notable lefties. See, the interesting thing is a lot of these I think, were naming from like Western cultures. Right. You know, I can't think of like... But as we mentioned, there's probably going to be a lot less notable Chinese lefties. True. Because uh, they probably got it beat out of them like most other kids. Once again, I hate using beat because I'm not saying anyone's actually right. getting beat. Conditioned out of them? Yes, thank you. That's a better term. Interesting. According to Time, Napoleon Bonaparte was hmm, okay. uh, a lefty. Huh. Because he wanted to, I think some of it had to do with marching and uh, being a swordsman as well. Oh. See, that's the thing about being a lefty is it does give you some advantages over right-handed people in some regards. Yeah. Right? Like sports, I was talking about at the top of the pod. Uh, you know, I played tennis all throughout high school, and I was by no means anyone super great, but I had an okay serve, and a lot of people had problems with it because I'm a lefty, I think, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, it wasn't faster than anybody else's, or it wasn't placed any better. It was just the spin goes the opposite way that you're used to. Um, oh, so a lot of, so so is it easier to, is it when you like slice, it's easier to mm-hmm. slice a lefty shot just because you're not used to that sort of spin coming at them? I mean, that's them? the serve I like to hit because it's a little bit slower, but you can put more spin on it. Mm-hmm. It cuts away from them, or if you aim it properly, it will cut right into their body. Does that translate to, now I know some of these techniques translate, mm-hmm. but does 
the theory of left versus right handedness transfer to table tennis as well? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that like like I was telling you before we began recording, I think in any racket sport, especially if you have a doubles kind of pair, mm. um, that's really, really useful because you can favor whatever your strong sides are. So if yeah. your forehand is your strong side or your backhand, you can favor it. Another famous uh, lefty, Jared, is Oprah. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually going to say that as a, say her name as a joke. Mm-hmm. But uh, interesting. Yep. She is a lefty. If you look closely, if you look at her making food, apparently, uh, you'll notice she always uses her left hand. Okay. Uh, interesting. The only thing she writes is checks, though. That's so, true. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I, no, I think, Jared, the only thing she does is signs checks. That's true. She signs of Jared. Uh, Prince William is a lefty. Okay. Apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, turns out apparently is there Prince are a lot William, of Prince William, he's the one that's me- married to Meghan Markle? Uh, I get them all mixed mixed up. They're I'm all the not same. To sure, me. I don't think so. Uh, er, Prince William is the one who's married to Kate. Oh, Kate Middleton. Yes. Okay. Correct. Interesting. Angelina Jolie is a lefty. That for some reason doesn't surprise me. Uh, okay. She signs her name with her left hand, according to this. Ooh, this is a good one. Keanu Reeves. I like that. Keanu Reeves is that doesn't surprise me either. Everybody loves Keanu. That's true. He's a great guy, man. Yeah. How people, can you how can you know? I love on social media people like take a picture of him on the, mm-hmm. of, of him on the subway and it's like I knew he was a great guy. <laughs> it's like first of all he lives in New York, clearly. So what else is he gonna take? Right. What he's gonna and also it's so hilarious that that makes him a good person. Uh, but he does seem like a nice guy from right. what I've seen. Um, yeah. Speaking of music though, uh, Oh I, I, I wanna talk about more left handed pro- uh, products and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, or left-handed struggles, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. The classic going to a bar slash restaurant situation. Ooh, yep. That's something I never... Bumping th- elbows when you're eating or drinking. Uh, yes, that's something mm-hmm. I never think about until I am sitting down and we're, and we're bumping elbows and I'm right. like, we got to switch. This is not going to be good. That, that was the nice thing about eating, eating out with my girlfriend was that we're both lefties. Same, same. So. Sydney's a lefty too. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so much easier, man, if you're both lefty or if you're both righty. Yeah. Well, unless you coordinate where you're going to sit beforehand. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, now, I, I just pulled up a list of... Uh, some lefty left, problems? Lefted, left-handed products, specifically. Products. Oh, cool. So, okay. like, some of them I knew about, obviously, scissors we've talked about, right. uh, notebooks we've talked about, yep. but there's plenty There's plenty more, spiral notebooks specifically. Um, tape measures, I didn't realize. That's something I never thought about. They have the uh, numbers oh, on, the other, on side. the other side. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, although now you can get a lot of tape measures that have numbers on both, both sides. Both sides, true. Uh, apparently there are left-handed ballpoint pens. Since most people write left to right on a piece of paper, the ink from a ballpoint pen can wreak havoc for a lefty, leaving it smeared. True. Uh, so there's ball... Okay, but they don't explain why. So I'd be prob- interested to know why. It's probably just the way the ink is dispersed is, is Maybe. different. Maybe. Huh, okay. Which makes sense, dude. There are some pens that I try to write with and I can't get the ink out, and then a righty will mm-hmm. write it no problem. Chainsaws. So okay. that kind of makes sense. Another yeah. one that is a the, uh, the used to be the bane of my existence, especially mm-hmm. as a child that didn't cook as much, was corkscrews. Oh, yeah. I could never figure out how to put those. Like, I'd always put it in upside down. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh. And then and it's the same thing with the scissor. You, like, put it in upside down first and you switch. Like, oh, so I should be doing it. Maybe if I get the leverage from my other hand, it's like, no, it's upside down completely. It's, that's the one that I've definitely had a lot of annoyance with. Now, I, I, I think we either we have a left-handed one or I'm just so a lot more used, to, used it. to it. Yeah. I don't even know. Keyboards, apparently. Really? You can buy a left-handed keyboard with the number of uh, with the number pad on the right-hand side. Uh, entering numbers means uh, either using your right hand, moving the keyboard over to your left hand, or trying to use. So you can buy them with the number pad on the other side. Apparently, it's easier to type the numbers with your uh, with your left hand. Oh, that would be weird. But I guess it makes sense that it's easier because if you're using just a calculator mm-hmm. or say a, like a cash register or something. You'd probably be going to your dominant hand, dominant hand. in your Most left likely. hand. But Most if you're likely. at a keyboard, it's just the numbers are just always on the right side, so you're not going right. to reach over. You're not. You're just going to go to your weaker hand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But these are these are for people that must be real sensitive to these things. But you know, the thing is also, I'm coming from. I'm not. A, I'm going to say I was almost at a place of privilege. It's literally the complete opposite. I'm right. coming from a place where I have no choice but to conform to the right handed products that are That's put before true. me. Uh, saw, circular saws, that makes sense. Yep. Um, like a lot of tools make sense, you know. Yeah. You can. Oh yeah, you can buy a left-handed computer mouse. 
apparently. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But now I'm so used to it, it would feel weird. Oh, yeah. that's a good one I never thought about. What? Um, measuring cups. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You're right. Because you, you wow. place it, usually they I have, never thought about that, but you're right. Usually yeah, the, they have like the American, like they'll they'll have the Americans uh, sizes on right. on Ounces one side or whatever, and then the yeah. other side will be like milliliters or whatever. Right. But then obviously in America we're uh, mostly using the American one, right. and when you place Imperial it down on the system, table, baby. when you place it down on the table, the right hand is going to be pointing. Uh, yep. Like if you're looking at the American imperial system, the right the hands are gonna be on the right. Yep. I've actually that's something I never thought about, but I've definitely had a lot of situations where I grab it from the handle. Like, like yeah. I don't grab the handle, but I just grab it like a the cup. side. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and do not grab the handle. Just sort of out of reflex, just because it's still easier for once again more tools, drills, right. corkscrew, yep. corkscrew. How does that? How would that one be? Huh? Okay. Probably yeah. Uh, Pocket knives that make yeah I guess all these tools make sense yeah and any of these make sense um, rulers same, similar to a tape measure yep. peelers I used to have uh, oh yeah I used to have some pretty big issues with peelers because usually they put um, I, I believe it's the way they're set up oh, look now I just automatically am going to my left hand as I'm doing this example um, I, I think o- usually only one side is sh- it, like like the way that you that you like tilt it mm-hmm. is is optimized for your right hand and so i i've definitely and once again i'm pretty good at it now but i think it's just conditioning mm-hmm. but um but uh, i've definitely had a lot of situations where peelers were difficult for me yeah. and it would it wouldn't either like it would could just cut out a random chunk or something or you couldn't get like that smooth peel um i, I now that i think about it, i think i i was using the peeler with my right hand because yeah, I tried using it with my left, and it just didn't cut nearly as smooth mm. as it did. Yeah, yeah, it's weird how a lot of little things like that you don't realize. Yeah, you know, you um, know what? We, speaking of that, uh, the, we talked. British people are inherently, as, as far as driving goes, better set up for cup holders. Cup holders in 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 our in our system where we drive on the left side are yeah, kind of right. optimized for a, a right-handed person. Right. But if you were in you know countries in Africa or Asia or or uh, Britain, you got it on the other side, mm-hmm. and then you're reaching with your left hand. Right. But I wonder, is it better to reach with your left hand or drive with your left hand? Hmm. Well, I drive a manual most most times, so I, I'm sort of trained to have my left hand on the wheel and my right hand on the shifter that makes sense but then if you're in england obviously that's opposite because your left hand's on the shifter so i think it's that's i think that's more just i mean what's best i think it's more just muscle memory yeah yeah it's what you get used to in muscle memory i had a girlfriend in college that used to call me a mutant because you were lefty was i in an abusive relationship yes okay it feels like you need to you need to call Kind of feels like call, it. Call a therapist, <laughs> call somebody. Yeah. I don't know. The funny thing is, though, is that I feel like people tend to have like two reactions or three reactions to lefties. Either, oh, cool, you're a lefty. That's number one. Number two, oh, my cousin's friend's brother's sister's <laughs> okay. aunt is lefty. <laughs> or, or, oh, you're lefty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, you're a freak. Uh, yeah. It's like, how does that work? You're gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of my all my lefty people there. I'm gonna be honest, man. I kind of wish I played guitar left-handed because I think it looks way cooler. Um, it just I've maybe I it's also to, because I'm a big Hendrix guy. Well, I listen to a podcast and he's a big cu- guitar fan. Uh, but he says he hates watching uh, Hendrick play because of because he, he was lefty. Yeah, left-handed guitars do. It's weird how just flipping it, even if you. If you take the same body shape and you flip it so it would be technically the same, mm-hmm. but just a mirror image going the other way, sure, it looks weird to me. Yeah. It's weird. Like a right-handed guitar, probably because I've seen more of them, looks more normal than mm-hmm. a left-handed guitar. Yeah, that's that's what that's what the we've man been conditioned. That's what the man wants My you to man, believe. Yeah, we've been conditioned. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely this crazy. Has been stamped from the beginning. Right. But yeah, speaking of uh, cool left-handed yeah, uh, musicians. I we think have to we find should talk us, uh, about our song of the pod today. We have to find us a left-handed musician to highlight. Yes, where we, we have did. a lot of great options because some of the greatest musicians are left-handed. Yep. yep. But we went with one today called Mono Neon, and the song is called. That's Hot. his name. That's yes. the group or yeah. him or the group. Yes, that's his name. Okay. And the name of the song is called Hot Cheetos. Yes, he has a lot of he has a lot of uh, fun names to his songs. He does. Um. And it, 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 it's it's interesting. It's an interesting mix because, um, like like it like musically, 
it doesn't sound as goofy as a lot of his lyrics sound. Mm-hmm. Like the lyrics make it seem like a, like like kind of sound. I don't want to say goofy, but yeah, kind of funny. But then like you don't really like when you like the the vibe of the melody doesn't imply goofiness right. by any means. Well, I think it's because uh, uh, Mono Neon is a super talented bass player, producer, musician. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, there's this, so he's there's, more about the production than he is about the lyrics. You would right, say. right. So it has this fun lyrical vibe, but musically, yeah, it's very. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot going mm-hmm. on. Um, it's pretty cool. I was thinking, should we should we play it for our listeners today, Jared? Uh, sure. We can we can play it. You, uh, I wish I was prepared. What's the guy's name? Uh, I can play it right here if you want. Okay. So this is called Oh Hot Cheetos. One moment here. Hot Cheetos. Once again, this is our... Uh, our great setup here. Yeah, this is not the setup that uh, gives us that great audio quality of nope, my drops quite. and stuff. But yeah, Hot Cheetos by Mono Neon. We hope you like it. Yeah, are we just going to play the whole thing? So yeah, Jared, would you... Uh, classify this as kind of like neo soul music how would you you know i hate putting labels on stuff but uh yeah i, I yeah i, I, I kind of get that vibe it, it it has a as i mentioned to you before kind of a d'angelo-y vibe mm-hmm. to me I, I hear a little bit for sure and i think he's firmly a neo soul artist i would imagine you call that is that what right. you call that i would say so yeah neo soul is one of those uh genres where like like it seems so so fluid it's, it's yeah there's just so much going into it, I think. You know, you have funk, you have jazz, you have yeah. R&B, it's, all going into To me, it soul. feels so much more about, like, the vibe rather than even, like, the instrument choice or the... Oh, for sure. Or the word choice. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very much a vibe. Oh, most definitely, yeah. And that one, yeah, just the, the, the beat, everything is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, um, good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so check it out on our uh, YouTube channel, our Song of the Pod playlist. The song is called... Uh, what is the song called, Jared? The song Hot is called Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Thank you. Had a, a little brain fart there. Hot Cheetos. You betcha. Uh, by Mono Neon. So check that out. Uh, all right. Well, Jared, I think we've covered pretty much everything we've needed to about lefties for the most part today. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? I'm with you. Are we? You're not. I, I want to hear some more Shanghai. Uh, I, I words of the pod. I don't. I don't have any. I know you don't. I'm not saying you don't have to do it right now. I'm just saying in general. Hopefully, yeah. Um, we'll see. There's, oh yeah, it's I mean, still a snafu with the borders. So we'll see if the yeah, borders open. If the borders don't open. Uh, we'll be able to do more porch podcasts. But I definitely yes. will not be going to Shanghai <laughs> if the borders are closed because I can't get there. So yeah, we'll see. But just to recap today's episode, um, I think uh, there's a lot of great lefties out there. You know, Obama, Leonardo da Vinci, mm-hmm. uh, just to name a few. Yep. <laughs> Hendrix, uh, Mono Neon, this awesome bass player and artist. Mm-hmm. Jared and I, of course. Um, lots of lots of cool people are lefties. Um, who knows about the creativity thing? I really don't know. Oh, um, talk about also uh, the myth that we die earlier too. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, I've heard that one too. Some people say the myth, yeah, that lefties die earlier. Who knows, man? Some people say that lefties die earlier because of factors like you know, there's a lot of right-handed things out there so you know we could maybe use something incorrectly <laughs> lead to an injury or death or something who knows man um the, i don't know i th- i think the thing the cool thing about being a lefty i think is number one there's not as many of us out there yeah number two uh i do think there is something different to like you're thinking and using a different half of your body than other people do yeah e- even on a uh subconscious level there's definitely um i, I would imagine Especially for younger people, an, an extra layer of problem solving and um, and create and uh, so, yeah, I guess creativity that you sort of have to naturally figure out just to figure out how you can sit at this freaking uncomfortable t- desk all day and not go crazy, you know? Right. Or have dinner with your boss and not uh, yeah. knock his, <laughs> his you know spoonful of soup in his nice you know Armani soup. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's it's interesting being a lefty. Uh, how people react. Yeah, I, I do think it's worth mentioning too at the end of today's episode that some cultures, you know, as we've talked about, uh, you know, giving things, handing people things, eating with your left hand might be taboo. So make sure you do your research if you are a lefty. Mm-hmm. I definitely tend to grab things more with my left hand. Yeah, sure. Um, um, so yeah, I think another weird thing though for me, Jared, is you know w- once I started majoring in guitar, 
at Albion in like 2010 mm-hmm. because I had to grow out uh, nails on my right hand yes. to, to pick classical guitar. I think that made me even more hyper aware of not using my right hand. It definitely so felt like my classical guitar nails. I definitely remember in college it felt like um, you were you were one of the most concerned uh, about your nails that I've ever seen any person be, mm. and it seemed like you definitely um, like like. It almost your your right hand almost presented like like it's like you're a, you look seem like a hand model that was that was the look <laughs> I was going for hairy ass knuckles and, and pretty nails because that's what people it like. reminds me of what was that movie where that guy uh, oh uh, Zoolander the hand oh, model yeah. where he had like the mm-hmm. chamber that he wrapped his hand around and uh, Zoolander stepped on it right <laughs> uh, but yeah um, uh, yeah I understand that it even made you more made your left hand even stronger though that's yep. what that's what matters is yeah you right. cherish your right hand even more like the uh, like the man would love you to do but at, <laughs> at the end of the day the left hand still becomes stronger that's right that's right so lefties let us know what you think at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com you can slide into our DMs on Twitter at untranslatable one, the number one. Yes. Uh, also check us out on Instagram, untranslatable podcast. If you want to see some more beautiful backgrounds, some some nice green trees and some pretty skies, so check that Brilliant. out. Um, also, please let us know five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, yakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Good you stuff. Any, you got any tunes you can play us out with, Jared? Uh, yeah, I got something you, for us. You got the uh, the um, I do. outro music. I do. Nice. Nice. And stay tuned, people. Hopefully, we'll be bringing you some new music in the near future because it's just fun to mess around with and come up with some tasty little jams for you. So we hope you like them. You heard them. I'm fucking up all your plans, Jared. I know. I know, man. Now it doesn't matter. I know. What a bummer. What can you say? That was good, man. That was some good podcasting. Yeah, good work. I don't know about you, but I get tired after we do these you podcasts. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're just talking, but still. Yeah. No, I understand. But I, I think I get tired sitting in the sun, personally. Let's, let's scoot on over. Let's, yeah. We can keep talking, but let's scoot on over. You got the, I think you got a long enough XLR cable. I do. I definitely do. XLR cable.